Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about volatility is your friend and the importance of credit. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, it is July 6th, Tuesday. I'm sure everybody is begrudgingly back to work or working or acting like they're working, whatever it is. I, th- you know, I, I think about it. I noticed maybe like probably around the time when I, no, man, life, life move, moves fast. It was actually before I had kids, I used to wonder why the folks that had kids in the summertime would basically just stop working. Cause when I worked at uh, Northwestern mutual, they would have this contest called the Southern or it's called the Southern summer contest where they would um, motivate us to actually sell some stuff in the summertime to, to go on a trip in the fall. And I was like, okay, like I need to make money anyway. So I'm working in the summertime. And now that I have kids, I'm like, ah, okay. That's why they have the contest. Cause everybody goes super uh, relaxed in the summertime and, and so uh, after I, you know, after I had kids, I understood it. But before I was like, why does everybody not want to work in the summertime? I don't know. You know, we're not in, you know, we're not in college anymore. And the kids, right. The kids is a factor. When your kids are off, you just want to spend lots of time with them. You want to travel, you want a vacation. Uh, you know, it is, you know, it used to, it's a very European thing that has creeped into America. And I used to see it as a negative, but Hey man, I like it. Like life is too short. If work is everything that we, that we do, that we put our mind towards, you know, we're going to be dead one day and we're not going to wish that we worked more. We're going to wish that we had more memories, spent more time with, the, with, with our loved ones. And so, yeah, it's, it's part, it's part of what it is. Right. So side note, and this is completely random, but I thought it was funny. I was reading up on like remote work and stuff like that. And it was this, it was this, person who was like an engineer. I don't remember what kind of engineer it was. They didn't go into that depth of detail, but he was no longer working for an employer that required him to come into work. He was working. He only took remote jobs and he had like five remote jobs that were paying him like six figures. And so, and he was doing them all, you know, making lots of money because he was able to do them all. He had the time and they were all remote and I was like, man, that is an amazing new paradigm shift, extreme version of the new world that we live in. Anyway, let's move to the first topic. Volatility is actually your friend. Early on, when I was learning about investing, I read all kinds of Warren Buffett books. And one of the Warren Buffett books talked about Mr. Market and the way he liked to explain Mr. Market. He said, think about Mr. Market as your business partner. You and a partner start a business. Y'all put up, you both put up money for the business. And every day, but your business partner has like mood swings, major mood swings. He goes from, you know, being happy, super happy, like ecstatic to sad, I mean, or like depressed. And so you as a, you know, you as a, as a, as a smart businessman, 
could take advantage of your business partner's moves, right? Set aside like the ethics of it, just stick with me for the principle. And so every day you're off, your, your business partner will come into your office and either offer to, to sell you some of his shares or buy, or he wanted to keep his shares, right? But you got opportunity every single day. Uh, and so, you know, if he, if he was in a depressed state, um, or, or he actually sell you some of your shares or buy some of your shares, right? So if he was in a depressed state, you know, super duper depressed. And and, and by the way, one more thing you got to understand, since you know your business, you understand and just, just understand the context of your business. And if, if you thought five years from now, 10 years from now, the business was going to grow at a rate that was higher than the, than the money debasement rate and a good growth rate for, for your, for, for your money, right? Add that to the story, right? So you know that 10 years from now, your business is going to grow at a satisfactory rate, a really good return rate. So let's go back to the story. So every day your partner came in, offered to sell you his shares or buy your shares, depending on his mood, you know? So on days when he came in and he was a manic, in a manic depressive state and wanted to just gather business and sell his shares, then you would buy. And on days where, uh, you know, he was super euphoric, right? Euphoric to the point where it was, it was overvalued relative. It was at, it was, he wanted to sell it at a higher price than it would be worth 10 years from now. And then you might sell it, you might sell it to him and take some profits on some, on some of your shares. And so every day in the stock, in the stock market and the crypto markets, in the bond markets, you get these opportunities, right? You get to say, Hey, what is my five-year, 10-year outlook based on my analysis? got to get that part done right first. And then the volatility means nothing. If you get if you get that first part right, the volatility the volatility just creates opportunities, you know, if if you think Bitcoin is going to a million plus, who cares if it's 30,000, 20,000, 40,000, 60,000? Those are rounding errors, right? You're you're buying uh, lower and higher all the way to a million. Uh, or if, you know, if Amazon selling for you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, and you know they have a history of not doing stock splits, and, and, and you understand that Amazon as a company, even from where it is right now, still has 10 times upside uh, over the next 10 years, you know, then you're like, cool, like I'm buying Amazon at 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, you know, all the way. So use volatility as as your friend. Don't don't worry about the short term. What, what do you call that technical term for? Is it endorphins? The short term endorphins that hit you that hit you when you look at your, your 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 portfolio and you see it's up for the day. Like ignore that. Think like a private equity investor or a venture investor. You got a five year, ten year exit strategy, and build your analysis around that, and then you take advantage of volatility and um, and Mister Market. Next topic is the importance of credit. So in the episode yesterday, I talked about borrowing money is like shorting the dollar. Uh, or if you're borrowing in dollars, it's like shorting the dollar. So basically, in the supercharge, when you take that, that money that you borrow, and then you invest it in uh, productive assets that are going to grow at a rate higher than the inflation rate and at a, at a, at a, reason, at a really good growth rate. And so credit is really important. Like you, your ability to get access to money, which is other people's money, right? The bank is an intermediary 
that gives you access to the savings of other people who store their money in the bank. And so if, if, if you take care of your credit and you learn the rules of credit and you have businesses or, or you know, lenders begging to give you money, like that's a, that's a leg up in the system that we currently live in. And then if you're able to find good investments and deploy your money into those investments at a higher growth rate than the money printer rate and a really reasonable growth rate, that is the key to wealth. But here, here's the deal. Credit, credit is a double-edged sword because if you, if you can borrow it, you can, you can wreck your life if you use it irresponsibly. Like, so if you borrow it and then you consume it on spending money on yourself, you know, no bueno. If you borrow it and you make bad investments, no bueno, right? You have to, you have to use it wisely and judiciously because it's like ruined. Since you can make so much money in it, you can also ruin it. Let, let me give you an example. So let's say you had a hundred grand and you, you knew if you put it into this investment that, you know, the hundred grand could double, it could quadruple over the next five years. So your hundred turns into 400 grand. That is, that's amazing, right? That's an, that's an amazing return. However, what if you only had to put in 20 of your money and you can borrow 80 grand of the hundred grand you need, right? So you put in 20, you can borrow 80 grand of the, of the hundred grand you need and your interest rate is called it 5%, right? So, so over a five year period of time, you're going to pay, you know, 5% a year times five, 25% interest. So you're going to pay that interest, but your money still quadruples. So you still in five years have, you know, 400 grand, right? But, but the difference is you only use 20 grand of your money to get the 400 grand, right? You use 20 grand of your money to get the 400 grand. And if we do even, even, even more math, right? Let's, let's say you still have to pay off the loan. And so, and so in, in, in five years, you pay the, 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 the bank back, hundred and a hundred and twenty five thousand hundred you borrow plus the five percent a year times five years so you pay them back 125 grand so you subtract that from the 400 grand and you got 275 so um, you put in 20 and you got 275 that is that is like i can't do the math right now but it's more than 10 times significantly more than 10 times your money probably something like 14 times 12 13 14 times uh your money from an investment standpoint and so if you just use your money, the hundred grand, you get four times your money. If you use other people's money, even after you factor in interest charges, you can make more than 10 times your money if done correctly. But the reverse is also true. If it's a, if it's a bad investment, now you owe the, now you not only lost money in investment, you still owe the bank a hundred grand in the interest. And how are you going to do that? And so in credit, using credit is why well. last one I'll, 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 I'll throw in there is I was watching, I was rewatching, Doctor Strange, me, me and my boys are rewatching all the Marvel movies in anticipation of the new Marvel Universe opening back up mm-hmm. with Black Widow. So I'm getting them caught up. And uh, and so Doctor Strange, you know, the, the ancient one, this is a spoiler alert for y'all who haven't watched it and you should have watched it a long time ago. But spoiler alert, we found out that the ancient one was using dark magic to make herself age over time. And uh, it didn't corrupt her, but it corrupted one of her students who tapped into those powers and just got corrupted and became evil. What's the point? Credit, credit if used bad can turn you evil, quote unquote, right? It could, it can wreck your life. And so uh, if, you know, the angel one would tell all the other people, don't, don't mess with it. It's bad because she know most people can't, 
harness that power without being corrupted. And so, you know, you have to know yourself if, if, if you, cause, cause you can build lots of wealth without ever, you know, without borrowing money, right? You don't have to borrow money to make investments. Venture capitalist makes great returns without borrowing, you know, money. Um, there's plenty of investors who make money without borrowing money. Um, and, and, and remember the goal is not to be the richest. The goal is to meet your long-term financial goals, to become more financially independent every day, every week, every month, every year than you were before. And so just be thoughtful of that, you know, so I'm explaining credit. It, it's like a superpower, but if you, you know, if you don't want the risk of ruin, then, you know, don't deal with it. Hope this helps somebody until tomorrow. Enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.